Hello everyone, my name is Rafal and welcome to my vlog. So today's vlog will be about my backgrounds. A um, couple of weeks ago I posted a couple images which received a lot of traction and I got a lot of emails and messages from you guys asking about how I create those backgrounds. And I think this is a great opportunity to go a little bit more deep into this topic and basically discuss this entire process step by step. Um, creating interesting background, it's not difficult. Uh, you need to know a little bit of understanding how to create them and what to look for. But as soon as you have the, I would say, basic idea how to approach them, uh, the sky is the limit. And I think it's really easy process. And I'll talk about some of my old um, discoveries and some inventions, which are not kind of inventions, but I, I started kind of using them on kind of different level and they kind of work really well. But also I'll share with you guys some of the new discoveries, which I've recently actually start using and I also they work really well. So probably you guys have seen my recent photo shoot where I put on the background tons of different stuff. There's a balloons, there is some uh, reflecting foil and stuff like that. And I will talk about it a little bit later. Let's discuss first some of the old inventions which always work and I test them a million times already. And I'm sure some of those stuff are already very popular out there and you guys using them. But let's kind of go briefly through them because that gives you a little bit of better idea um, what to look for. So before we jump into this, I just want to say a couple of things. So there's two things what I'm looking for when it comes to creating the background to make this background interesting. So the first thing is the depth. So depth basically gives you this really nice bokeh effect and a lot of people kind of forgetting about it that the more messy background and the more dimension uh, there is in the background, that's gonna create interesting look. So whenever you're shooting on the flat, I would say background, there is no dimension. The light is basically bouncing off. This is pretty much what you can do. Uh, but whenever you add some objects which have dimension, which have some form, and light start kind of bouncing out of this, that's gonna create very interesting bokeh. So that's why um, whenever you having something interesting on the background, make sure it has some kind of depth, has some kind of dimension, has some kind of form, which gonna reflect the light back and forth and all over the place, and that's gonna create um, very, very interesting and unique look. On the top of that, the second kind of thing which you have to look for is how this objects or whatever you have there is um, reflective. So the more reflective it is and, and basically reflect the light better, that's gonna create you another very interesting um, effect. And the last thing is definitely the color. So color is much, much easier to control because in my case, I've been using uh, color gels, which you can basically add whatever color you have. So this is really, really, um, easy thing to do. You don't have to have any specific, I would say, items to create color. Also, whenever you create a color, uh, you can still 
tweak it and you can still change it or you can adjust it in post-production and I'll talk about it another time but just to give you an idea that adding the color to the background is very very important and also creates specific mood creates something which is very very interesting okay so let's jump into basically what do I use for my background so let's start with the very very old idea which is the tinfoil and you know it's really cheap it's very effective um, you can purchase this at any I would say store which sells kitchen supplies um, for a few dollars you can get meters and meters of this and it's it works like a charm so there's few tips what I would like to share with you so most of the time the tinfoil has two sides one of them is very reflective and the second one is a little bit matte which gives you I would say a little bit of a different effect the one tip what I would like to share with you guys which always is extremely important and some of you guys forget about it is that the more wrinkle that tinfoil is, the better effect you're gonna have. If you're gonna put that tinfoil on the flat surface and you're not gonna make it wrinkle, it's gonna basically gonna bounce the light off of it and this is pretty much done deal. You're not gonna get nice, interesting bokeh, it's gonna be just a flat light. Whenever you make this wrinkle and, and the more dimension, and this is what I was saying you guys a few minutes ago, um, you will add to it then it's gonna create better effect. So whatever I do, I basically make this foil very, very wrinkled, create as much dimension as possible, put it on cardboard or on the wall, whatever you wanna do, and then you will see that the effect will be much, much better, will be much more intense, it's gonna create some interesting patterns. So this is way to go, and um, as I said, Remember, whenever you're using tinfoil, make sure you wrinkle this and you can even put on different surfaces. You can create some different, I would say, shapes. You can even use some other objects and kind of wrap them with tinfoil and put on the background. Whenever you can just kind of make the light bouncing different directions, that's what's gonna create a very interesting effect and it's gonna make your background look very very unique so if you don't want to use tin foil because you think this is look cheap and this is not look good at the front of the client um, then you can kind of upgrade it this whole thing and you can use actually fabric so you can purchase any fabric land um, and this is like a little fabric which looks like a silver foil um, it's not expensive, you can buy a few meters, um, you can get it for about 20 something dollars. You can pretty much use that as a background. It's pretty cool, it's very effective, but you have to apply the same idea. The more wrinkle it is and the more dimension you can create, it's gonna create you very, very interesting look. On the top of that, when you add color to it, then you're golden. You can do tons of tons of stuff with this and looks professional. Uh, this fabric looks like something which you know you can use as a regular fab fabric as well. So this is something for those ones who you know also don't want to spend a lot of money and keep buying tin foil. You want to have something permanent, spend money once and then basically be good for a while. This is another option which I would like to recommend and you guys can use that. So the next idea I would like to share with you guys and this is even cheaper um, and this is also gives you very nice effect is this kind of foil. 
So I bought this stuff in flower shop and if you notice this whole thing has really nice color so whenever you wrinkle this you put on the background and the lights reflect that it's not going to give you only nice um, reflection and nice bokeh it also gives you some different colors and even if you punch this with um, speed light with some filter on it it's gonna give you really really nice colors whenever you're gonna bring that closer to your subject it's gonna create another really interesting effect so this is like you can use this on so many different ways it's absolutely insane and this is really simple very cheap and um, yeah it's, it's something where you can use for your interesting background okay so the next one is balloons so this is i got recently in walmart and there's like five of them for a um, couple dollars which is really cheap and if you notice um, this is very reflective it has dimension um, and also on the top of that this whole thing has really interesting like uh, reflects the light with different colors which also gives you very nice um, effect um, whenever you kind of like fill them up with air um, they've been like this for another for like about two weeks and it's still good to go so you can kind of have them in your studio or whatever you're shooting and you can just keep reusing them and also they give you very nice effect they give you really nice colors and on that recent shoot I've done you guys probably noticed there are several of them which I use and give you really nice bokeh like out of like that was just out of this world and this is because this whole thing it's not only very reflective, but also has different, I would say, shades of colors and it reflects the light very interesting way. So the next thing what I would like to show you is those little balloons. I got them for about 50 cents each. And those are basically numbers. And what is so cool about it is you can get them, as I said, very cheaply. On the top of that, different numbers, again, have different shapes. And I have like two of them to show you you can basically create like different patterns you can do tons of stuff you can get different numbers and you can create literally endless amount of different patterns for your background so this is something which is really cool very cheap very effective um, there's actually gold but whenever you would purchase silver ones whenever you add color to it gonna reflect the color whatever color you want with gold ones or yellow ones you're gonna get basically the yellow color but depends what you're going after depends what you want to create this is another idea which is very cheap um, is very effective and it always works so those are the invention which i discovered recently um, so let's go through the shoot itself so there's a couple of things what i want to actually mention and what it makes the the background interesting because i think a lot of people focusing on just a couple things but there's three things which you have to look for and that's there's three factors which you have to take in consideration to creating interesting background so the first one is is the distance between the subject and the background the greater distance you have the more bokeh and more blurred um, will be the background so this is one of those things which a lot of photographer forgets and you know they put the person right 
beside the background and they want to shoot at 2.8 or whatever to get the um, background blurred. This is not going to work. You have to have some kind of distance to make this blur work. The greater the distance, the more blurred it's going to be. So another factor which you have to take is the focal length. If you're going to be shooting 85 millimeters, of course the background will be much more uh, sharp. Whenever you're shooting 200 millimeters, then the background is going to be much more uh, blurred. So whenever, whatever depends what you're shooting. Whenever I'm shooting my headshots or my beauty shots or portraits, I make my images basically very tight and I shoot between 160 and 200 millimeters. And this is extremely important because that's what also makes the background looks much more interesting and looks much more blurred and milky and basically looks better. So the last thing is f-stops. So if you're shooting 2.8 versus f8, of course whenever you're shooting f8 the background is going to be much more sharper. But there's one little trick and one little thing which you have to remember. Whenever you're shooting at 2.8 um, you might get not entire face to be sharp and I had this problem quite often. So whenever I was shooting at 2.8, um, basically what was happening is that top of the nose and part of the face was um, blurred. Um, also, whenever you have your, your, your subject in the angle where you know one side of the face was a little bit further away, then also that part was getting um, out of focus. And that was a huge problem because whenever I got into retouching, that was a huge problem. So now what I do, and this is very important what I'm going to say right now, whenever you're shooting, I shoot minimum at F, um, F4 because I want to make sure that the entire face is in focus. And then whenever I get into retouching, I have my entire face sharp and it's much, much easier to retouch those images. And what I do is I want to make sure that I'm shooting at at least 160 or up to 200 millimeter and my subject is far away from the background. Depends on the location, depends where I'm shooting. This is the first two things what I'm looking at that I want to have my subject as far as possible from the background because that's what's going to create the background interesting. Okay, so that was everything. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope I explained this well. Um, again, if there is any specific questions, anything you guys would like to ask, feel free to email me and comment um, and I'll be more than happy to give you more information or more explanation um, how to make this work. Anyways, I could yap about this for hours because I'm very passionate about it, but I'm gonna stop here. Thank you guys for watching, stay tuned, and I'll be in touch with you guys very soon. Bye-bye.